0: I think it's. I don't see why people are creeped up. by my. Reading. It's Halloween. It's always it's Halloween, a- but now it's officially <laughs> okay to be Halloween.
1: Sure. It is September. Or
0: something. It's September something which means it's officially
1: not weird
0: to keep your Halloween shit out. You don't get as many weird looks. It's true. For having a skeleton sitting at your dining room table. Our wardrobe is finally normal. Yeah. You know. (laughs) People stop judging you for having a mausoleum
1: that you're building. All of the clothing sold in stores is shit I would finally buy. Right?
0: <laughs> finally. God damn. Walmart
1: had a long sleeve spider web long sleeve tank tops, tank shirts, tank, long sleeve T shirts. That's what okay. they're called. Yep. And I was like, Yay, mainstream's finally on board with the spooky. I know,
0: dude. Um Spirit has a child's it's a skeleton, I guess, dress. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like long sleeve kind of skater dress with a hood Cute. It looks like a skeleton, but they also have a matching adult one, and I kind of want to get us matching yes. skeleton yes. skater dresses. You should. So you can be super cute like that. You should.
1: Yeah. And then go ride the ghost train together wearing your matching outfit.
0: Hell yeah. I mean, I'd
1: get it for her anyway,
0: because she'd probably just wear it. She wants to go to the Spooky Scary store all the time. Yay. Because my kid.
1: And you're so um, close.
0: Yeah, it's true. That's
1: awesome.
0: Anyway, welcome. Welcome. Hi, Fancy, fantastic. That's right. Sarah, Ashley. Ashley, Sarah, yep. where we talk about the things and the stuff and the stuff and the things. We occasionally read fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight we're back on our motherfucking wine. Also, not safe for children.
1: <laughs> um you should always
0: just, say that. Disclaimer, <laughs> yeah. Well, we used to have rules and things that we kind of got off of. I
1: don't know where the notebook is. I don't know
0: where the notebook is either. We used to have
1: rules. Something about Pee-wee
0: Herman. Yeah, well, when we read disturbing fanfiction, you can use the safe word, which is Pee-wee Herman. Pee-wee Herman. Yeah. But we haven't been reading really disturbing fanfiction, so we haven't really needed a safe word.
1: No. But
0: this is not safe for children. We read the fan fiction that relates to whatever the fuck we're talking about. hmm And we drink the things that we want to drink. Tonight, we are drinking Fat Boy. <laughs> That's
1: right. Kiss me,
0: Fat Boy. Fat Boy <laughs> is our friend tonight because it's been a rough week. So we are fat-boying it up. It's Wednesday. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, and Monday was a holiday. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week. (laughs) So fat boy it is. Uh, So we're going (laughs) to... It's our friends. It's cool. I also got a new coffee that is... um, butterbeer flavored coffee oh. so i'm gonna totally experiment it's uh the only coffee i drink it's burial grounds thank you um yeah. oh that's yeah. cute wow. uh-huh yeah wow. but it's it. uh, i'm gonna experiment with a uh boozy butterbeer coffee toddy <gasps> i guess because Water's i have schnapps yes because i have that uh-huh and the thing is maybe next week we yeah. can do uh, coffee toddies.
1: I can't drink
0: coffee. Oh, shenanigans. Ooh, I have a tea that will also work. I also okay. have butterbeer hot chocolate. I guess I got the Grimoire Tea Harry Potter back to school box. Okay. They came with uh, butterbeer hot chocolate. And while it is a very small sample, I will share Aww. with you, my friend. Thank because you. I hurt
1: you. I hurt you too. Yes. But if we're drinking hot beverages...
0: Oh, we're there. Fucking. It's off. gonna need to be cooler in here. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> it's ninety degrees outside. <laughs> it is
0: hot as balls. I mean,
1: it's only eighty in here, so it's fine. But it is a billion degrees so outside. Dude, it
0: was a hundred and fourteen in yeah. Vegas this weekend. Oh, God. which is it should be illegal.
1: Yeah. I Lord feel.
0: Um. Lord, bear me strength. Lord, Lord bear me air conditioning. <laughs> I feel is the actual thing. And it's only seventy eight in our house right now because I have um the thing on my phone so i can creepily <laughs> check that
1: sorry okay it's 78 i'm sorry i'm sorry
0: yeah get it straight yeah. all right yeah thanks
1: i'm sorry 78,
0: 78. don't make it hotter in yeah, here I'm than fine. it actually is.
1: i like 80 i like 78 too i'm fine i'm fine at this temperature uh,
0: so i now because i don't teach anymore sure i have to do lunchtime
1: supervision Oh, no. You have to be with them when they're not. No, I
0: have to stand outside Uh during lunch when it's 102 degrees. And my entire wardrobe is black. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Uh, So I'm definitely bringing my Beetlejuice Parasol from this point on because I'm so, like, tan now and it's gross. (laughs) Yeah, it's not even fun. Pigment. I know. I used to be so ghostly pale, and now I'm like so okay. And just disclaimer: if you've never seen me, um, my version of really tan is like really, 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 really light cappuccino. <laughs> like, it's bad, but no, compared to what I normally am, I'm yeah, I'm super tan. Did so ever, super tan.
1: Did I ever tell you about how pale I was when I was in college?
0: Uh, were you as ghostly as my daughter, who basically
1: glows in the dark? I was more ghostly than your daughter? That's impressive because she glows in the dark, yeah, because um so when I was in college, I was a theater major, so I spent literally from eight a m until like mm. forever midnight inside like that's I never went outside. Thank you You're um <clears throat> well, I started to take um the makeup class mm-hmm. and not like a class that I had to do again, a okay. class about stage makeup gotcha. right. And so, when you do stage makeup, uh, at least at CSUN, they have you go to Nanny's uh, mm. and buy a makeup kit, an actor's makeup kit, and it comes with the um, the base and then a highlight and a shadow, and then it's got, like, your age makeup and the stippling right. sponge. All of the things to make you look all the different ages. All the things to make you look and... all the different things. Yeah. And um, they come, the boxes come in various skin tones. They right. come in, like, light, medium, uh, dark, much darker, uh, mm-hmm. they, uh, whatever they're called. There's, right? like, ivory and then,
0: like, light beige, medium beige, yes. dark beige. Yes. Yes. All of those.
1: They come in a variety of skin tones. Mm-hmm. Well, the box, the lightest one they had, their um, base tone, which is what you would wear, and then yes. you apply the highlight and the shadow to it, their base tone was darker than me. So... We had to go looking through the rest of the stage makeup Mm -hmm. to find the one that would match me. And the color that ended up matching me was called Undead. (laughs) It's really appropriate, though. Yep. So I was so pale. I was more pale than the generalized palest box. And had to wear Undead. That's amazing. As my foundation. You are still super pale. I, I'm i not as pale. As you are I'm, not as honest. pale. I mean. It's funny because this arm has more freckles than this arm because I. It's I've, the one that's in the window when you drive. Yeah, but I also had a car with no air conditioning for, like, my six years of college. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is the arm that got, not just the sun, but, like, the yes. unfiltered sun for this arm. I'm, I I'm, have, like like tan? you're relatively like, tan Tan lines are great here you too Not really. no. but
0: you don't really tan you just turn like shades of pinker
1: i do
0: i'm only really tan oh, because gosh, i me. watched the, i walked the park like five times a day every day all summer <laughs> and even with like spf 100 i burned <laughs> so i got tan i'm sure you guys are really excited to hear about our sweet sweet melatonin issues guy.
1: have you heard about the like freckle that like everybody has on their wrist yeah everyone's
0: got that i do see i don't have that one no i do have that one but i also have the one that means that i'm actually the chosen one slayer because Uh, not from buffy the tv show buffy the movie uh, her big ugly mole that signified that she was a slayer i uh, have that same mole nice i didn't get mine removed so i'm still hoping one day someone will show (laughs) up and (laughs) tell me that i am the next slayer i'm a little too old now though but clinging, that's not clinging. To it's a hope.
1: There's no such thing as an old slayer.
0: They just die young. Okay, so serial killers. So yeah, today we, you know, we've talked in the last couple of weeks about multitudes of things. Yeah. School, the office, as per the use, um Sharks. But today we're going to talk about serial killers, mostly prompted by my cousin, who is the only other person. <laughs> In my family, who understands my weird <laughs> obsession with true crime, who texted me today and told me that she um, met somebody who was like firsthand involved in the arrest of the Golden State Killer, which is really
1: fucking cool. Pretty cool.
0: Yes, and Bad I humor. was very excited. Um, I almost like fangirl squealed while walking. <laughs> Which would have been really awkward if there had been other people around. Where you stand killers. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little awkward. Um, but it kind of reminded me of weird other cases that are not the Golden State Killer, but are things that, you know, like have stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, if you went up for, like, looked at one of your neighbors and be like, that dude is totally, like, a serial killer and has bodies buried in his basement. Yeah. I think that
1: all the time.
0: Right? So do I. But there was a guy living in Cleveland who literally fucking had bodies buried in his basement and his neighbors, no clue. Yeah. For years. For years. Yeah. So this guy, um, Anthony Sowell, right, Mm -hmm. who was sentenced to death. Obviously, um, <laughs> lived in Cleveland and was a registered sex offender. Excuse me. Right? So as a registered sex offender, he had to have, like, monitored check-ins. Yeah, people
1: got to check in on And, them.
0: yeah, like, he had to maintain contact with the authorities because sex offender. Yeah. And yet, right? Yeah. Because he wasn't on parole, wasn't on probation, nobody had the rights like, actually go into his house. Until um, in two thousand nine, apparently some chick claimed that he raped her. At which point they were like, "Okay, we're gonna go check this guy out," and then they discovered a fuck ton of decomposing bodies
1: Ugh.
0: in his house.
1: How do you not smell that?
0: Right. So this is the thing, right? So he's got all of these, all of these bodies. Three story house, inner city. Ugh. His next door neighbor' windows are like. Five feet from his windows this is like, it's almost like townhouse living right yeah. where like you can like lean out your window and like kiss your neighbor Ugh. out their window right Um, so when the breeze is blue neighbors smelled something but they either assumed that it was like natural gas leak or apparently that's also like a cause for concern by the way a sausage factory that was somewhere else in the town your sausages shouldn't smell like dead things. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. So, uh. yeah. So there's been all these people who have, like, kind of gone missing, right, in Cleveland. <laughs> and people are like, hmm, maybe. So they discovered 11 bodies. Oh, God. Chilling in, in this guy's house. De-count. Yeah. Um, underneath, like, in his crawl space. Under the stairs, like all over the place, right? Eleven people. How they do you found. Have
1: to feel icky constantly. Yeah,
0: they found two bodies upstairs, just chilling upstairs. Oh. They found a freshly dug grave in the basement, um, and then as they kept looking, they found eleven more, like oh. eleven total people. But it's like, yeah. So for years, this guy had been like luring people to his house. And what, what murdering. Kind, them. What kind
1: of people? Men, women, women. women. All women. All women. Yeah, okay. he's
0: a fun creeper. Um and his neighbors, like, no clue. Ugh. No clue. Yeah. Like how freaking creepy is that?
1: I mean I don't know. Like, oh, it's just the sausage factory. Mate. Or if your sausage just, should not smell like a rotting pot. Or it's you
0: know, natural gas. Hey, Maybe cause for concern that there's a natural gas. Yeah. Yeah. So people, right, had been complaining for years that there was a stench in their neighborhood that smelled kind of like a dead body. No one reported it to, you know, any authorities other than each other. Like, complaining about it.
1: Yeah. So creepy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had to, like,
0: yeah, like, basically tear down his house obviously um sentenced to death because what the hell but yeah just you know for years that house kind of smells like dead people huh that's weird keep going on like if i thought my neighbor's house smelled like dead people i'd call the cops
1: yeah right full-on call the cops that's like gacy too because gacy gacy's the one who hid under his oh yeah crawl space right Mm -hmm. and he'd still have parties and people would go over and be like well yeah his house kind of stinks but he throws great parties what do you mean his house kind of stinks like okay i have had two different mice die in two (laughs) different cars and it's a horrific smell it is a horrific awful and that's a mouse that is a creature that is no bigger than three inches yeah that is smelling so bad for like literally two months, and both of them died in areas that I could not get to. Uh, yeah, it's not like you were just like, "Fuck that mouse," I'm well, just gonna leave it there. Actually, one of them crawled into a space I could not get to, and then the other one was actually a prank that was put in there because uh, herpetologists play funny pranks on each other and some yeah, of Jeremy's friends. Some of Jeremy's friends put dead mice in our car, and we didn't find them until they started to smell. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we took those out, so it was okay. But uh, like, it's an unmistakable odor, and it's—it uh, was a tiny dead creature, and who, my God! Yeah, and like, I worry that my house smells. It doesn't.
0: I know, but I like okay. I, like <laughs> like you know just because like I haven't vacuumed in like a week. Yeah. You know her. <laughs> yeah. But like, no fucking. If somebody, okay, just people. If you go to somebody's house, new rule, and it smells like dead people. Yeah. Or decomposing any kind of flesh. Yeah. You know, maybe call the authorities
1: or be like, "Hey, did you know your house smells like dead things?" Well, no, don't say that. Yeah. If it smells like decomp, first get out. Yeah.
0: Please Second, leave.
1: Please leave. Call
0: the authorities.
1: Second, call the authorities. Yeah,
0: because you'd rather have it be like, oh shit, there's a raccoon in the you know in their crawl space yeah. instead, and oops, my bad. than, you know, you know, yeah, dead guys. But on the subject of you know basements full of dead bodies, sure. Do you know the Benjamin
1: Franklin's um, house? <laughs> I don't. I don't care how the sentence ends because I love the way it started. Go ahead. <laughs> So,
0: um, Benjamin Franklin, uh, you know, one of the founders of all things America? traditionally America, um, was kind of a gross person. man about town. No. And he's dicking
1: a lot of people.
0: Well, yeah, that was true of a <laughs> lot of old white dudes back in the day and yeah, today. It's true. Basically dudes. It's yeah. a thing. <laughs> um, but he was... Um, not by coastal but kind of, because he spent a lot of time in Europe. Yes, he did. And so he had a house in France, um, where he got the idea that we should have vineyards in the U.S., which was kind of a mad failure back in the day, but he also had a house in London, and when they were doing repairs on his old house in London to turn it into a museum back, um, in the mid-90s, they discovered... (gasps) like 15 bodies in his basement was ben franklin a serial killer right so that's your first assumption is that ben franklin's a serial killer and i'm gonna just i'm just gonna keep that as my actual truth that's my truth (gasps) that you're living today um but sadly right unfortunately it's actually the the real theory but again my truth Ben Franklin, secret (laughs) serial killer, um, is that he had a young friend and protege, which is always a questionable descriptor, (laughs) um, who ran an anatomy school, which, again, cover for serial killers. Yep, 100%. Um, So they had an anatomy school, which in the... 1700s was still shady as fuck. Yeah, no, they stole bodies out of graves.
1: So they 100%. Could anatomy. So
0: they basically had a legal, like, grave, like, robbing. grave snatching and yeah. grave robbing and, like, anatomy lessons going on in his house. And they fucking just buried the bodies, which is almost as cool as serial killing. <laughs> but it's like the fact that, you know, like, he had this house. With all these bodies. They found, like, 1,200 bones That's buried crazy. in the basement of the house where he lived. I'm going to live that, that he was a serial killer. 100%. Serial yeah. killer. Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, the pre-Gacy-Gacy, but now it's weird. Yeah. But kind of as weird because he wore that coonskin cap.
1: Yeah. So kind of weird. Did you know that um, uh, Joseph Smith, founder of the Mormon religion... Also super weird. Uh, also super weird. <laughs> Sorry, Mormons. Um... uh was a grave robber? Uh, does not surprise me. Like originally, like he and his family, that was one of the things that they did to get money was grave robbers. I mean, yeah. there's lots of
0: money in it, man. People get buried with all kinds of shit. It's true. Okay. Anyway, for another, I'm ready this for one, another. So this one, is, I'm so excited. This one is is not nothing to do with bodies in the basement, oh. but there was a guy who was bludgeoned. In a tiny Swedish village. And, of course, right, her husband claims he finds her dead in the snow. As her husband, everyone assumes, yeah, he fucking just, like, bludgeoned her to death. And then, like, claims that he found her while, like, taking Wait, a so walk. Wait, so she was? She was bludgeoned she was to death. Bludgeoned. Yes. Okay. Right? So, you know, it's a tiny, desolate town. Yeah. He finds her in the snow. Um... He's like arrested, investigated, they finally have to release him. Mm -hmm. Turns out he did not murder her. Okay. She was fucking mauled, kicked to death by a moose during her evening walk. Ooh,
1: I believe it.
0: And then left. And so her husband actually did just find her laying in the snow. That's so sad. And and then was, like, arrested and, like, considered... Did they let
1: him go? Yeah,
0: eventually. Okay. But, you know, like he had that stigma of, like, yeah, he totally murdered his wife for, like, oh. the longest time.
1: That's so sad. Like, how... Have you been up close to a moose? Yeah, man, they're crazy. They are fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Like, they are prehistoric large. Yeah.
0: And almost as... And they go... Well, and they almost Sorry. have <laughs> as crazy eyes as, um... Ostriches, which are my brother's, like...
1: Are
0: you afraid of them? No. So we... ride them? When we were little... Okay. He... uh, We went... My grandma took us this wild animal park in North Carolina. Sure. And the ostriches, like, you know, come up... Because it was one of those, like, savannah-type experiences. So you're in a tiny, rickety thing, and all the animals are just, like, roaming free. And so you had, like, your, you know, your crackers... My brother had little crackers, and because he was a little chunky baby, he was, like, eating the crackers that you're supposed to feed the things. And so this ostrich, like, came up and was, like, fucking, like, packing up one of the crackers. Yeah. And so he got attacked by an ostrich. Oh, no. So does not have kind ostrich feelings. For the same <laughs> reason that I fucking hate goats. Oh. Because a goat one time in a petting zoo ate the pom-poms off of my jacket. Oh. So fuck goats.
1: Wow. Yeah. I have I have bias against swans. Mm, swans are bitches. Swans are bitches. Hundred percent. I was, I was uh, five and I was in a park walking over a bridge and there was a swan there and I was like, "Hi, swan!" and I waved at it with my foot, and it ate the shoe off my foot. See, I bitches. Had, yeah, I was deaf I was like, "Hi, swan!" like just being cute, mm-hmm. and it and then the ate swan was shoe. like, "I'm gonna murder you." Yeah. Yeah, see, bitches. I think it even, like, swallowed the shoe, which R.I.P. swallowed. Hope it choked to death. <laughs> yeah, it was an asshole. You're like, you're like fuck you, swine. I was so surprised. I was like, oh my god! I started crying. Okay. Um, do you have uh, more fun facts? I do. Because I have some fun facts, too. Okay. Okay. To crime.
0: True crime. All right, now we have some food. We're good to go. We're
1: good to go. We're back.
0: Okay, we are, obviously.
1: I just read your post on our Facebook page about how we're talking about serial Killers tonight. Oh, and I was like, hey, I'm here for that.
0: Wow, it's like, <laughs> like super meta right
1: now. Which means I think I'm one of the six people that reached. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, 100% you are.
1: We have some our, regular listeners.
0: Our reach is so long. Doesn't
1: um, listens to us regularly. like,
0: fine, I'm in. There is, by the way. Yes, Goals. Okay. Hashtag not goals. In 2016, a 22 year old was set free from a Canadian prison 10 years after she and her ex boyfriend were convicted of murdering her family in cold blood. She, yes, claimed that she was under the influence of her boyfriend. A thrall. Yes, they be who believed himself to be a three hundred year old werewolf.
1: <laughs> okay, no, it's really tragic that they murdered their family and it shouldn't have happened. But at the same time, that was your story. Three hundred year old werewolf. That's right. Okay, that's his story, and
0: he's Stick sticking to, to it. Hundred oh. percent.
1: Well, he must have peed
0: on a lot of trees in three hundred years um yeah you know howell did a lot of moons
1: how many moons would that be
0: so many moons <laughs> a plethora plethora of
1: moons, <laughs> moons. you want me to read you some fun things heck yeah let's okay. do it oh crap now i have to get back to them okay uh close the ad okay i'm reading this from thought catalog all right <clears throat> Wee Gaskins says, the most prolific serial killer in South Carolina. Sorry, I had to convert SC in my brain. <laughs> Drove around in a hearse with a bumper sticker that read, I haul dead people. <laughs> mm-hmm. He told people that he needed to take the bodies of people he killed to his private cemetery. He claimed to have killed between 100 and 110 people. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, in the John Wayne Gacy case, there were so many bodies crammed underneath the house that the bodies melted together and the bones had to be sorted for more than two years to be put together into full skeletons. Hmm. They made people goop. No. Mm. Yeah. It's not Great. Um, the Hillside Stranglers picked up a young woman to murder. Then they discovered that her father was Peter Laurie, mm. a legendary Hollywood actor. They let her go because they feared that killing a celebrity's daughter would bring too much attention down. Fair. Yeah. It's true. Definitely. Also, how good is Peter Laurie? So good. Um. Doo-doo-doo. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer, the people-nomer. <laughs> <laughs> it a- <laughs> makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer, the people-nomer. Towards the end, right before he got caught, had so many bodies in his apartment that he ran out of room and stored one victim in his bathtub. He proceeded to shower over him every day for a month. (laughs) Eww. Grody. that's pretty grody. I'm not sure you can get clean while standing over a corpse that's rotting.
0: Well, I mean, you're dripping water down, so yeah. If it was like hanging.
1: I feel like water would hasten decomp.
0: If it was hanging over you, then maybe it would be hard to get clean.
1: Also, wouldn't the 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 like would the drain clog? Yes, probably. Just like as things coagulated. Yeah. Okay. Durango Vargas who's not a person I've heard of before. Mm-hmm. Durango Vargas killed and ate at least 10 people. He only ate men because he said their meat tasted better than women's. He also wouldn't eat fat people because he thought they contained too much cholesterol. Mm. Health-conscious cannibal. Well, you know.
0: There you go. Sometimes
1: it's a thing. Have you seen the serial killer that was on the dating game? Yes. <laughs> In the 1970s, there was a serial killer who was known for raping and killing women. He went on a dating show. The women ended up choosing him, but luckily she canceled the date just before. You can actually watch a video of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I have a hundred percent done that. I have too. It's creepy as fuck. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't eat people with tattoos because he said the ink made the flesh taste weird. <gasps> We're safe. From jeffrey dahmer the people not remember
0: he's already dead, he's already dead.
1: <laughs> but when his spirit uh, comes back we're okay okay hmm. uh albert fish put <sighs> needles into his pelvis while he was masturbating stick them so deep sometimes they would get stuck he told the police that they didn't believe him until he saw
0: an X-ray. He was the creepiest mother he trucker. Yeah. The last podcast, Mish. Albert Fish episode, was
1: it's a gold fascinating. Star. Yeah, it's a gold star episode.
0: Yeah. Do you know there was a guy who um, killed his mom and st- uh, killed his dad and stabbed his mom because he <laughs> didn't bring him back? They went out for fast food and came back without any for him. yeah i know
1: i'm sorry i got that got stuck in my throat i was like so surprised that that would be a motive that i could not my water was stuck in my throat and i couldn't respond wow yeah that's awful <laughs> i mean that's awful i know um <laughs> it's so terrible <laughs> Do, 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 see, do, fast do. food is bad for you guys. I know. Um, oh, there's like a whole bunch of BJ e. Tom stuff. Okay. Uh, Ed Kemper that. read the auto book for some really well-known books. It's true. Yes, this is true. I think you can actually go on Audible and listen to Ed Kemper books. Ed Kemper books. Should I look that up? Should I see what Ed Kemper um, books are on Audible?
0: <laughs> no, but that segue is into Mindhunter. Ooh,
1: what's yours? Oh, Mindhunter. Mindhunter.
0: I just really enjoy it. So,
1: can I tell you? Okay. So every time I say Mindhunter, in my head it's the 90s commercial for Crossfire. <laughs> Crossfire! <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know, go onto YouTube and look up commercial for Crossfire. I'm like, Crossfire! It makes it so much better. So in my head it's hunter. So yes, Season two of Mindhunter, fresh out, <clears throat> three, throat> yes. four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, what would you think? Um, I like the Mindhunter. I do, too. That's a good show. I do, too. Um, I was doing research about uh, Bill Tench's family. hmm And uh, it's it's not... Okay, so the person that Bill Tench is based off of had, like, four kids, and none of them ever had anything to do with Mary Deer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, there is a true crime that happened about, uh, some kids and a toddler, uh, who was killed, and then one of the younger kids said to put the kid on a cross because they thought that, oh, fucking spoilers, sorry, um, said to put him on a cross because, uh, it, it would bring him back to, like, 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 Jesus. So, yeah. It's not, it's not true true crime, but it's it's like um, SVU. It's inspired by true crime. Mm-hmm. Just anybody who's wondering about Bill Trench's son. Yeah, I like Bill Trench. I like him. He's my fave. His wife is a fucking bitch. No, Dude, seriously. She's a fucking nightmare. I know. And also, couldn't she technically be charged with kidnapping? I think so. I think so. Because, like, if you just take the child and leave without any, like, forewarning, I think that's kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, like, hey, this is where we are. I'm sure that's kidnapping. Yeah. For sure. So
0: there's, um, like, a lot of people, obviously, on the interwebs. Who are there? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shocker. <laughs> That, uh, find Bill Tench to be, you know, a sexy, sexy motherfucker. Yeah, like, he's, like, he's, like, a, like, a weird sex symbol that's, like, springing up, apparently. Like, sexy dad? Yeah, like. Okay. Right? And, um, so apparently they refer themselves as Tench wenches. No! No! Yeah, they do. No. Yeah. No. 100%. No. That's the thing? No.
1: Yeah. Hypedo. Mm hmm. Tench wench. Yep, tench wench. Full <laughs> lines. It's like the Benedict Cumberbatch ladies are called Cumberbitches. yeah So good. I uh, know. Uh, no. no. Okay. It makes
0: It just makes me so happy. I mean, speaking as someone who once um, was one of the <clears> moderators for a Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, group back in the olden days, <laughs> uh, that was known as the Spike Girls. <laughs> I, I appreciate. I appreciate 10-20. a good. Na- I appreciate a good name. Uh, but, yeah, I just, like, find that amusing. Apparently, he also finds it to be, um, like, he's upset. flattered.
1: No, he's flattered, but, you, you know. You have to say that. Otherwise, they show up in your hotel room. Do and they do.
0: They fucking, you know, go all. Um,
1: Tench-winch on your
0: ass. No, what's that movie where the chick goes all boiled bunny? Uh, boiled uh, bunny? Fatal Attraction.
1: Oh, I yeah. see Fatal Attraction. She
0: fucking boils his bunny, man. What? Sucks. Right? But
1: also maybe delicious? Mm,
0: Maybe if it's not your thing, Ooh, I think I found Leia's new book
1: that she's gonna read.
0: Um, what? so sorry, you're supposed
1: to be focusing on the podcast, lady. Okay, no, you
0: asked me to look on Audible to see if there was any books there by Ed Kemper. I said, should we? And you said, um, no, okay, well, I did it anyway. I had already
1: Audible open, and um, you are like, no, so then I switched okay. back to thought well, catalog of 50 disturbing facts about serial killers. Which, so, by the way, Ted Bundy declined his last meal.
0: What a bitch!
1: So, there you go, put that with you.
0: Well, he's a dick. Well, yeah,
1: all okay. right.
0: Well, Goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you cannot read an audiobook narrated by Ed Kemper on Audible. On Audible. Sadly.
1: But he does have many, many, many audiobooks. I think it's something like... Check your like public library. Or something like that.
0: Maybe a public library has them.
1: I bet they do. Probably.
0: They have all the weird it shit. He has an
1: interesting voice. It does. Um... So, do, do do. Andre Chikatilo was caught, but was later released because his blood type didn't match the one found at the crime scenes. Turns out he has one in a million genetic condition in which his blood type, taken from a blood sample, is different from the type taken from his semen.
0: Um, so he's like one of those chimera folks. He's a chimera, yeah.
1: Yes. Interesting.
0: I mean, creepiest balls, but interesting. Yeah. That's pretty
1: cool. Pretty cool. Speaking of Ed Kemper, Edmund Kemper had such an extremely high IQ and was such an intelligent sociopath that at the end he wanted to be caught because he knew that what he was doing was morally wrong despite his lack of ability to feel empathy.
0: Yeah. Did you listen, by the way, to last
1: podcast on Ed Kemper? Yeah. A yeah. bit of a bumble butt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I think it's actually my favorite last podcast episodes. they're <laughs> like, you it's just a fucking bubble butt. 100%. 100%. Constantly saying. <laughs> yep. Uh, that would
0: amuse me. I was, like, laughing out loud when I was, like, trying to write shit <laughs> in my office. So good.
1: Have you listened to their new ones about Mormonism?
0: Um. No. I've been saving it. I, <laughs> I also washed my headphones um, accidentally. Oh no. So I don't have any headphones that plug into my stupid iPhone with its stupid little jack. port Yeah. So I have to either be away from all other people. Yeah. You, you can't be around when Henry's talking. No, or no. buy a whole new set of headphones before I no. can listen to Jesus. the one I'm... I know. I'm just super bummed about it. Okay,
1: you said you had a, a, a Sweeney Todd story? I do.
0: Let's round... End tonight with some Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Swing your reservoir, right. sweetie. So we're going to cap off with the most favorite of all
1: serial. Broadway
0: serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know the ubiquitous Sweeney Todd. So this is a fan fiction from, of course, fanfiction.net yeah. um, by X. Okay. Yeah, you because know, I've as seen you do. Jason X. This is XJasonX.
1: It sounds like the porn version of
0: Jason it X. Does kind of. Um, so this one is called True Crime. <laughs> Not the most creative name, but hey, what can you do? <laughs> All right, so, um, you ready? I'm ready. Norman collapsed, exhausted in his small armchair. The end of his move overseas to London, England, was now punctuated by the last of his meager furniture being moved up a rickety flight of stairs to a small flat above an antique shop. This move came upon the advice of his therapist back in the States to move far away from his mother, who was very domineering. No, his name is Norman. And he has a domineering motive. Oh! Norman! Uh huh. I don't approve of her! Exactly. Some thought a move across the Atlantic Ocean was a bit extreme, but Norman was always partial to overkill. <laughs> he breathes a. Exactly.
1: Well, you should play your sound. Oh, yeah. You have a sound that plays. Hang on, wait. I don't have so, the re-, re sound though. Ba-
0: ba- ba- oh my ba- God! Do we have to eat anymite? Ba-
1: it's yeah. our holding music. Oh, I don't think. So. It's very low. It's, it's very, very quiet. Low. It's too low. It's so, but so, so
0: ready, ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: hey, um, everybody! If you heard that, if you didn't, sorry. it was um, Marion Crane screaming in the showers. Sorry, right. it's my text tone. Uh, during the
0: Halloween time. All right. He breathed a heavy sigh, then reached the small table next to his chair to retrieve the remote control that worked the TV across the room. Click, click. Well, Oh, he said one more thing. He sprung from his chair and ran a cold glass of water from the tap, then returned to his seat in front of the TV. Click, click, click. A soft click heralded the power being turned on, and a dramatic voice mm. laced with an urgent-sounding British accent filled the room. On the screen, a British true crime show was in progress.
1: Blimey, she's dead.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Bloody London. Norman Snicker, the name of the show. <laughs> Dang your sound
1: effects, keep
0: going. <laughs> I know, your snicker was hot. Today, we're going to ex- examine one of the darkest serial killers in the history of London. Norman oh. braced himself for the name of Jack the Ripper. The veneer continued, I speak, of course, of none other, none other than the notorious Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Fleet Street? Fleet Street, thought Norman. That's my new address. Aww. How interesting. This innocuous antique shop was once the home of something far more sinister, Mrs. Lovett's world-famous meat pies. These meat pies were made from the meat that Sweeney Todd furnished her with, from the bodies of his victims. Norman gagged slightly, sipping his hand over his mouth in astonishment and disgust.
1: Oh, yeah, that grosses you out.
0: Right? When the watering in his eyes subsided, he gagged again, realizing the antique shop was the same one above which he had just moved. What Trembling, he listened to the snide narrator tell the tale of Sweeney Todd, whose skin was pale and whose eye was odd. <laughs> With a flick of his razor and a pump of a pedal, he sent over a dozen gentlemen to their demise when all they wanted was a shave. All the while, he was practicing for his intended kill. A judge named Turpin, Turpin. who stole his love and banished him to the penal colony in Australia, which was a settlement in its infancy. For 15 years, he slaved away and plotted his revenge, and he certainly got it. Sorry,
1: I was going to sing, but go ahead. (laughs) You can sing. I don't remember the exact okay. lyric. Well, it sucked. <laughs> I'm glad you're you nah, singing nah. me. All right, you failed. That was a weird museum. Nobody heard. Uh, anyway. How you failed. That's cool. I failed. I'm, um, I'm sorry. The
0: video cut to an image <clears> of what the interior of Sweeney Todd's barber shop once looked like, and Norman jumped out of his chair oh, shit. while it was merely a, dwar- <laughs> <nearly> a drawing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it, was was <laughs> it was a drawing a dwarf. Is that what you was saying? It was a drawing. A dwelling. Oh. Well it was merely a drawing. It was a drawing of Norman's flat. <gasps> at least with regards to the shape of the room, its large slanted windows overlooking the city of London. A trapdoor was installed behind where his barber barber chair. Wow, I cannot read tonight. <laughs> Where his barber chair stood, a trap door that opened up and swallowed the remains of any man unfortunate mm-hmm. enough to stop in for a shave when supplies for the meat pie shop were needed. Norman eyed the large oval rug in the center of the room and bent down to pull it aside. Holy mother, Norman shouted, holy mother, having uncovered a rectangular anomaly in the wooden floor, which was clearly a patch job to seal out the trap door being spoken of by the true true crime show. What the hell? Why did anyone tell me about this? He backed away from the former trap door, stopping as he bumped into the arm of a chair. Suddenly, Norman heard a loud pop, and another section of flooring blew into the air. A razor that was guided by an invisible hand swung close to Norman's face.
1: Swing your razor wide, sweetie.
0: And with a cold deliberateness, it slowly clicked open, exposing a gleaming steel blade.
1: At last, my right arm is complete again.
0: Norman's terrified eyes examined the chased silver <gasps> handle, and it drew away from him, completing a two-part motion by swishing through the air. Heading directly for Norman's neck.
1: Same.
0: Norman juts to the side, the blade narrowly and then it missing to the him.
1: Left. And it's <laughs> so <to> the right. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Leave me alone, he shouted. Why are you doing this to me? The blade, which had become skewed with the downward motion of the first attack, flicked itself fully open again with an icy snick sound and once again looped through the air. Norman yelped and ducked down for cover in the direction of the door. Help me! Help! Norman Bates flung the door open and practically threw himself down the stairs. I'm coming home to you, Mother. I promise I'll never leave you alone again. Back upstairs in the small flat, the silver-handed blade fell to the floor with a loud thud, slowly coming to a halt as the deadly blade turned its final slow turn. Somewhere on the heels of the breeze entered the flat, a whisper could be heard. How about a shave? How about a shave? The end.
1: Yay! yeah that, that was, one was pretty solid that was fun yeah good job Actually, like next norman meeting uh sweetie. sweetie that was fun yeah mr todd that was a oh, that's a good little short story and on that note i think we should adjourn yeah oh by the time we have uh by the time we, we reconvene next week, we'll be able to tell them how we did on our Pup crawl Trivia. That's right. Next week will be all office all the time.
0: <laughs> if did we survive the Dun Mifflin Booze Cruise? Maybe. Tune in. Find <laughs> out. Until then, do shit. That's right. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Peace. Peace. Bye.